strong. strong. No, you yeah. gotta be strong here, <laughs> not here. It doesn't make a yeah, difference. Why? Why? You think you can do better, Big Mouth? Huh? Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two not bad minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. <laughs> and join us uh, today one more time from Next Real Podcast and Marvel Movie Minute. All right, Andy and Pete, welcome back, guys. Glad Thanks, to be guys. Here. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, TGI, I don't know, Chosen. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> terrible improv. Um <laughs> Today, uh, we are talking about minutes 64 to 66 uh, uh, of The Karate Kid Part 2. They begin with Curious Daniel and ends with Big Mouth Strikes Again. We pick up where we left off on Wednesday with Daniel and Kumiko in the streets of Naha and Daniel drawn in by the allure of spying on yet another arch enemy's karate dojo. Um, Kumiko, of course, is very worried. She advise Daniel to avoid Chosen, and this is not avoiding. <laughs> this is literally walking to his front door. Tempting <laughs> <laughs> fate. <laughs> and watching him do things, I have, let me just say, I've never taken uh, karate. I've never been in a dojo where I've had to practice, and I have never been in a position where my teacher openly kicks me in the face. Is that really <laughs> what they do? <laughs> No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, need a, I need a ruling <laughs> in the in, in these two movies. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a, I heard there was a pickup in people, kids joining karate dojos to learn karate. But in both these movies, they can see that a class can be run by somebody who will beat you. Yeah, <laughs> severely. Yeah, right. A complete sociopath. You yeah. see, yeah. I mean, the guy is like getting up, like holding his stomach and his face. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is <laughs> not how a class should be run. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I guess it's super dramatic, but, and, and I know they did try to set it up like Chosen teaches U.S. military service members, right? There, that line is somewhere in there, right? She's trying yes. to say, he's so tough, he teaches the military. Right. I don't think. I just don't, I just don't, I don't think they would want that either. <laughs> the military. Yeah, I mean, you know. Maybe they're tough. I don't know. I've seen Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's true. Sorry, I didn't know. Uh, before we actually get to the dojo, they walk by a stand, and for the life of me, I cannot understand what that guy is doing, what he's selling. But I do see uh, B.D. Wong run up and hand him a flyer, too. But that's, that's all I know. They're, he's standing there. Oh, I totally thought that it was one of those, um, I I don't know, what the the conical thing that he's holding made me, it it reminded me of like when you go to like Disneyland or something and you get those like hot um, candied um, nuts. I'm not exactly sure what they are, but like that totally looks like they give it to you in like a paper wrapper thing like that. That's, that's what I thought he was kind of prepping there. Well, they did, it was very similar when you would go like look for, or, or uh, tour temples and things. And we mm-hmm. did some time in Korea and you would get, uh, silkworms like roasted silkworms. Oh yeah. And, and uh, remember oh, that? And, and oh, they yeah. would give you like a, they would give you a, Andy and I were there together and, and you, they would give you like a toothpick and you would eat bugs and they'd be like roasted bugs. Yep. Right. And silkworms. that was, yep. that's what this looked like to me. And you're chomping on and you're smiling and you go, I'm on vacation. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're very happy about it. Everybody is happy time. about it. You notice how fast B.D. Wong ran away and a picture <laughs> rack on B.D. Wong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
you know, he could be selling ref- refrigerator parts too. You never know what's going on. Yeah, right. In that bag is the part that Mr. Miyagi's been looking for and, <laughs> and circumnavigated the world. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. The, 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 the whole big chosen scene taking down like five guys, even with like hands behind his back, like hold my hands behind my back and I will take all five of you down. Like, I don't know. What, what was he kind of like saying? Like, do you, you don't think I can? <laughs> And, yeah. then, and the GIs are like, uh, well, we'll bet on anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, right. As we'll learn. I just have to point out, like, I, I know this is Sato's dojo. And I mean, we've seen, it, you know, a billboard and stuff. I mean, he's he's very prominent with kind of what he's doing and stuff. Yeah. But it, it strikes me as peculiar that the pictures that he would have on the wall, like there's a Walter, there's a David. Like, I'm like, where are the people who are actually from Japan that he would put up on the wall as opposed to <laughs> Walter and David? And I think uh, there might actually, be a text. Uh, I don't have a specific answer, but something speaking to it from the shooting script that they cut out. Uh, Daniel uh, comments on the fact that this that Chosen has a class full of Americans. And he's like, where did the Okinawans study karate? And Kumiko says where they can learn real karate. We call this business karate. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's a McDojo. <laughs> that's interesting nice. yeah uh and so i guess maybe they they have you know several employee of the month or uh, a foot eater of the month you ate chosen's foot just perfectly uh you get the <laughs> also this is a little cringy uh cut out from the shooting script daniel says having us here really changed things for you people uh, I don't need to em- emphasize you people, but it, it is what he says. Oh. Um, I don't know how he would say it, but then Kumiko says, and for you people too. And then she kind of nods and points, nods to an American GI standing with an Okinawan wife and child. Oh, there's so. just, it's all, there's so much. Oh God. It's just, I know Daniel is written as like a guy who he, he means no harm, but the so most naive dated. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So dated. Uh, I also, it's a little jarring in this movie to suddenly see a uh, dojo and karate geese. <laughs> like this seems like, oh, this is from the old movie, the other movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nobody was wearing right. karate geese or with like I mean, totally a westernized logo fists on the, yeah. you know, emblazoned on the chest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So Daniel luckily sneaks away without chosen noticing, uh, or, you know, perhaps uh, he might have gotten run off another another cliff or something like that. I chased him down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we then see him <laughs> walk by. There's a background here you can look for. A middle-aged man rubbing a younger Japanese girl's shoulder. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Doesn't get any better. <laughs> I'm, I'm too um, distracted by the guy, the, the guy in the blue shirt. Uh, like running with his bicycle on his shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have a bicycle. Just <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, is this how Kevin Bacon did it in Quil- Quicksilver? Oh, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, uh, yeah, Daniel says we might be able to run to Mr. Miyagi here. He's looking for uh, part a part for his refrigerator or something. Like he doesn't know exactly what Mr. Miyagi is looking for. Um. And uh, then Daniel gets drawn to uh, a loud, like, arcade bar, I guess. Okay, and here we go. Oh. Okay, here so we go. what exactly makes Daniel walk in here in the first place? Because it seems like they're crowded around 
the ice to be broken. Well, he's drawn to it because of every single thing that they have done with his character since the opening frame of Karate Kid 1. Like, the kid is a moth drawn to violence. (laughs) (laughs) But but my my first question, I just want to make sure this is out there, is, and we don't have to answer it right now, we can answer it in a minute, but I want to know from you how far in both distance and time you think this bar is from the dojo. Because I think that's unsettled science that needs to be reckoned with. I, I assume it was right across the street. Yeah, I did too. Down the block. Yeah, hmm. uh, I I did too. And yet he goes in. He's only walking for about twenty five seconds, I think. And they <laughs> go into the bar, and it's only another I don't know fifteen seconds before he's in with the the ice, and uh, and and then chosen's here, and he looks great, and he's not wearing a gi at all. And he looks like he had a shower. True. <laughs> it, yes, it was so jarring. It's so jarring a time lapse that it makes me think like there there was something that should have been between these se- sequences, like th- that it was re-edited again. It was. It's bizarre. It. I'm, I. I feel like. I feel like your silence is indicating I am alone in yeah. this crusade. No, no. Because <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else could have. Fit. I mean, there were those alternate things that I, I mentioned, but that still wouldn't take very long at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he was, that, I mean, Chosen never, was in middle of a class. Yeah, right? that like, never crossed my mind in this scene. When I see him, I never I never connect that I just saw him teaching a class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> across the street, in a building. Like, just have him leave right there and try to walk up and, and be on time with Daniel and, and Kumiko. He, it, I, I don't, I don't buy it. Something is missing. <laughs> Something is alright. I yeah. just have to say, uh, as just uh, as another point with this whole thing, that it's it's so strange to me. Like, what does Kumiko know about this place? Like, she hears <laughs> these noises and she's like, "Oh no, no, don't go in there. It's a bad like it's a bad <laughs> yeah. place." Like, she's almost ready to like start making signs to ward off evil spirits or something. Like, what is going on mm-hmm. with this place that is so off-putting for her? Like, no, 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 don't go in there. Don't go in there. You wanted to say, like, didn't you see the end of the deer hunter? (laughs) (laughs) We know what happens in this joint. (laughs) Diddy Mao. (laughs) Yeah, I was I was actually kind of stuck on the fact that here she is, like, really wary, really kind of like scared almost. And it's like, Daniel, like, like, show your host some respect and not drag, uh, you know, young Kumiko into this could be like a CD bar. Like who knows what it is. Yeah. I, I just a bunch of people standing around. I, I, yeah. I don't know why. But this, I mean, he, yeah. he just did this, right? I mean, this is Daniel. Like he sees the, the, the dojo and he can't stop. He's drawn to it like a moth to flame. Yeah. Like here's like, he's like Pete said, it's like, there's violence going on inside. I must go. I don't care what you say. It's, it's very funny how Daniel just like cannot stop himself from going into this place. And and he's underage too. Obviously none of them care, but <laughs> nobody cares about that. Andy. Stop. <laughs> well, can we can I just say my favorite bit of of uh, like uh, extra bit casting is in this scene? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I have unifies it, it unifies the Top Gun uh, and Karate Kid Part Two are in the same cinematic yeah. universe. <laughs> what? Uh, talking about the wonderful Clarence Gilliard Jr. Yeah. Also in Die Hard, the police have themselves an RV. 
I uh, love this guy as GI number one. He was also in Top Gun as Sundown. And he's, re- I mean, it, I was blown away to see his face on the, in this movie. Had no memory of it at all. <laughs> I was wondering uh, if you're going to pull the Die Hard reference because that, oh, that was like immediately where I went when I saw him. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, it's total the, surprise. Oh, yeah. 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 Have you seen so him good. in the uh, new Die Hard commercial? <laughs> <laughs> no. What? Yeah. They have. Uh, you know, the diehard car batteries, they made a commercial uh, with Bruce Willis in it and Clarence is in it. He comes up, he's wearing the same sweater. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. And he's like in a different car. And yeah. And uh, Argyle is in it. Devereaux White. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. McLean gets like thrown through a store window and it's because he needs a car battery and it's a diehard uh. one. Like, well he really will take obvious. anything at this point in his career, won't yeah. he? <laughs> oh, gosh. Did you see the headline from the other? It is a little dated a month later for people listening, but he, like, just decided to take a check to let somebody deep fake him into a movie. <laughs> <gasps> I did not see that. He didn't I didn't at all, see that but movie. he took a nice paycheck for it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I did see Cosmic Sin. Got to drop that every time I get a chance. Cosmic oh. Sin. I, that's I, what I've I have recently learned. That. That's called a geezer teaser. Did you know that? That's that was no, totally news to me. <laughs> Bruce Willis, uh, that's probably as good. Yeah, like, a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Also, also as one of these GIs, there's uh, Andy from Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, who's yes, uh, another one of them, which was kind of fun to see. Oh really? I didn't yeah, Matt. I didn't know if you knew this. Uh, do you I know which? Notice. Which painful death uh, Andy suffered from in Friday the 13th Part 3? Let like, me see. What's the most gruesome? Oh, awful. he's the guy who got the, 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 the machete in the crotch? <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, listeners, uh, and I'm sorry, young people that might be listening. He is uh, standing, doing, walking on his hands for some reason. He's because he likes to do it. And uh, he all of a sudden looks up, and Jason is above him and brings down the machete. In the worst place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I had to look him up. And on the Friday the 13th wiki, his status is deceased. (laughs) (laughs) The character. Jeffrey Rogers, who plays Andy, uh, apparently uh, quit acting after Karate Kid Part 2. And uh, he's now a doctor in New York, (laughs) according to. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, a couple other fun facts about Clarence Gilliard, who plays GI number one. Um, he was also on long running roles on Matlock and Walker, Texas Ranger post, uh, the big diehard thing. And, uh, I mean, if you look at his IMDb, uh, bio, it's just, uh, flush with all sorts of like, uh, trivia about how he had, he, he loved Andy Griffith, Andy Griffith, like was his mentor and, you know, talked him through all sorts of like emotional uh, problems he was having on set and stuff and, and really respected that guy. So it's so interesting. And uh, finally um, uh, he also was uh, in the running. I think he was like second to being picked as uh, uh, for the role of Jordy LaForge on Star Trek, the next generation. Wow. Really? that, That is hard for me to hear. I would be torn asunder making that decision. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, wow. but I do hear he's going to be hosting Jeopardy. So, uh, jokes <laughs> on uh, LeVar Burton. No, <laughs> Timely. 
<laughs> Again, people are listening a month now from now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dumb. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, did you notice that they walk by uh, Toshio, who does a double take and then runs off to get chosen? No. 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 Yeah. Oh, my God. They walk through the entrance. They're working their way through. And Toshio is just standing there. He's the he's got the baseball cap. He's the henchman yep. with the baseball cap. And uh, he like notices them and immediately like runs out, runs out of the bar. So you have to factor in the fact that you have to get Toshio to get to the dojo to tell Chosen. And then Chosen then needs to I mean, we, he's great with ripping his shirt off. So, um, wow. Yeah, you're he, right. That is it. First walks. That's yeah. subtle. He walks out at about 14 seconds into the scene. And so that's like all of like uh, 40 seconds turnaround that we have. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. For all we know, Chosen is still getting group beaten or feeding the group, <laughs> like actively when this is right. happening. So, yeah, uh, Theo from Die Hard uh, steps up. Uh, and meanwhile, Daniel is loudly telling Kumiko how wrong his stance in. I just want to ask Matt, is this your life? <laughs> uh, Matt is always one to uh, talk about uh, how bad uh, the form is in any uh, person uh, who is in the movie. And uh, I just assume this is his outside life, but he might be. A, uh, might have the mic. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm muted. Whoops. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> Uh, He's really no. mad. Sorry. I, I was talking that whole time. I was like, why isn't anyone responding to me? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't do that. I don't do that to people's faces or right over their shoulder. Why, why would I do that? <laughs> That's just because, you know, they're going to make you do six blocks of ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this uh, popular meme that goes around uh, and it's like guy at concert or loud bar bellowing into woman's ear and usually it's like caption this and it's like always like you know anakin wouldn't have gone to the dark side if it wasn't for obi-wan you see and it's just like some sort of like loud and the girl is just standing there looking so bored and it this totally reminds me of this because but kumiko does i mean to the movie's credit kumiko does seem more interest like she's like wait no he look he looks really strong so i don't understand how that would affect and you know he's trying to use the information like he it's it's what you know up in your brain that it's bigger than your muscles but yeah yeah but we find out two seconds later i think that he's like never done this before i don't think <laughs> yeah but, it's, it's but he's giving advice he sure does know a lot about it though yeah so cocky such a cocky kid again this is it's weird because this is another reference to like what was in the shooting script that I mentioned before, how if you remember at the beginning of the week about the use your hips, not your lips, Danielson <laughs> line, <laughs> that's where he learned like you got to use your hips to swing like that. And it's all a part of the drum technique lesson that, uh, that, that part of it got cut out. So th that's why he is immediately like, Oh, you got to use your hip. You know, man, just told me. <laughs> But that's another example of him, of, of how he absorbs information like that Okinawa book. Right. He's just yeah. like, oh, I already right, know all of to this. Touch it. Right. <laughs> Perfect opportunity to mansplain. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, one of my worst, one of my biggest pet peeves 
uh, is when someone says like, I told you, I told you when I did not disagree. Like I did not say like, no, you're wrong about that. And then he says, I told you, like, he's literally saying like, I told you, so I'd like, uh, you know, you got to use your hip, you, but I don't know. That's just, yeah. that's just me. my kids do it all the time. That's why I'm, I'm so uh, <laughs> all about it. You told me yeah, no I such thing. <laughs> I didn't say that. Anyway, now so, I'm, I'm curious, how many times have any of you here walked into a bar that actually has it set up where they are, are slicing pieces of ice to do these little competitions with? Zero oh. times. <laughs> now, I yeah, haven't I been know. in a bar in Naha, so maybe that's that's uh, where I, I'm missing. But uh, yeah, I've never, ever seen this. And it's funny because, and, and I mean, I wasn't old enough at the time, but I wondered, like, in the in the mid to late 80s were people starting to, like did this start popping up in bars like for a limited like a couple years because of the popularity of this movie like i would love to think <laughs> that every bar oh we need to have our own little block of ice you know karate uh test for people to do and then they realized oh, oh wait why is everybody standing in an inch and a half of water at the end of the night <laughs> <laughs> this was a terrible idea well you know it I mean, the dating, the, you know, d dating and singles and all that, you know, like the dating scene really started to grow more in the 80s. And I think they were looking for several ways that you could break the ice uh, when you go out um, to a bar. Um, <laughs> oh, that, I see that. Uh, I see what you did I got there. that. Yep. I see what you did there. Sorry. I want to call it out because it was so subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Right, someone might have missed it. I'm glad you yeah. did that, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not literally breaking the ice, but they're like in converse. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, um, Daniel's know-it-all attitude uh, upsets uh, uh, GI number one and calls him a big mouth and asks if he could do better. And then we see on the horizon, chosen approaching, uh, and. Unfortunately, that's where our two-minute segment ends. But uh, oh. I love the shirt. I love the shirt. Uh, it looks like he came from a poker oh. tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to say, yeah. Clarence Gilliard, like, like he looks like he's actually hitting like blocks of ice here. And mm. if Daniel was saying that to me too, I'd say, "Oh yeah, get, you do it." Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that looks that looks like really painful to do that. He he plays that well. I and I don't know what. He, if he's actually like, if they've, you know, kind of scored the ice so it breaks easily. I don't know how they're actually doing this, but it looks like, like he plays the pain well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that first guy that hits the ice, he's, he looks like he broke his fist yeah. uh, or his hand. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I can't I can't imagine how frustrating that would be to do something. You're trying something and there's money on the line and, and in failing it, like you're, you're in pain and there's some kid behind you going, see, I told you, I told you he wouldn't be able to do it. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Social etiquette. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't have anything else. Did you guys have anything for this one? No, yeah. no, just, just a pile of regret that we don't get to see how it ends. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're not allowed uh, to watch for, uh, on the rest yeah. of the uh, movies off limits to you. No, yeah, that's right. right. It's as this if it's all I've exist. seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's it for our coverage of the of the minutes this week, uh, listeners. You think you can do better? Huh? You think you can do better? Uh, so, um, thank you guys uh, for joining us this week. 
Uh, please um, let everybody know where to find you. Yeah, p- uh, people can uh, check uh, out our uh, movie podcast, The Next Reel, uh, anywhere under The Next Reel, thenextreel.com. It's it's all over the place. And uh, we talk about all sorts of re- uh, movies. Uh, right now we're doing horror debuts. And uh, th- our other show that, uh, that we we're promoting is Marvel Movie Minute. And again, we're in our hiatus between Iron Man 2 and Thor, which, uh, you know, are, you know, right away, first week of October, um, Thor will be kicking off. So it's a very, very soon. It's, it's hammer time on Marvel Movie Minute. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't used that joke. I yet. know. It's, it's <laughs> more regret. Than oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> I've already well, done the artwork. Oh, well. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Maybe I can get some MC Hammer pants put on yeah. real quick. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you if you went and got hammered after this podcast recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hits keep on coming. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks again for uh, uh, guesting, and uh, thanks, Matt, uh, for coming by as well. <laughs> okay. And uh, tune in next week when we can see if uh, Big Mouth can do any better. Uh, And until next time. This no tournament. This for real. (laughs) 